Hey guys, you're listening to Sound Scrub, a place where I get to dissect the writing, production, and recording process of a song with the artist and producer. I am your host, Lisa Dene. Hi, I'm Rafina Jay. I'm a singer-songwriter from Manchester, and um, I voluntarily jumped out of a plane. Yeah. Oh, like <laughs> to skydive? Yeah. Yeah. But you didn't want to or? Well, I think I had second thoughts and then I didn't really want to. But then there's someone behind you and they kind of like, are you ready? And you have no choice. I was like, I guess so. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. How was it? Did you enjoy it? I did enjoy it. I enjoyed the falling part. But then when Uh I deployed the parachute, I felt like I got the biggest face and boob lift of my life. Oh. (laughs) So (laughs) I was like... Oh, this, this bit isn't as fun as the falling. So. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, I'm glad you're safe and back on <laughs> <Me> the ground. <laughs> All right. Today's episode of Sound Scrub, we are going to be talking about Fool for Loving You by Lacuna J. Let's start with the lyrics of this <laughs> song. What is this song about and what inspired you to write it? So I guess there was a couple of things where this song came from. The first one was I, when there's somebody that you love that's in a toxic relationship and you can see that it's not good for them, but you can't say anything. So you have to just sit at the side and be like, okay, if you want to do that, that's okay. I'm going to be here for you. Um, I think it stems from that, like, I'm going to keep my finger on my lip and not say anything, basically take the shit that's going down Mm. and then watching someone you love get hurt by someone that's so toxic. So, yeah, so it's kind of that frustration where you want to say something, but you can't. And then also I got inspiration from my past experiences when Mm. I was like, Oh, I too have had the rose tinted glasses on. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, I think it kind of comes from like the fool for loving you. It's like, I can't, you, it's basically you are worth so much more than that person is giving you. Like, don't do that. Mm-hmm. But obviously you can't say that. So you put it in a song. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> well, you did it so well. I really enjoyed it. Did you start with the lyrics on this one? Or I know you worked with Will for yeah, this and I he's did. been on the show before as well. Yeah, so... Did he, was he playing like some sort of like progression in the background? Like were you guys together in the studio writing this or? Well, he kind of like had like this cool vibe. We were going mm-hmm. for a certain vibe basically. And it was mm-hmm. like like a slight emo pop, but dark and moody. Um, uh-huh. But then with a bit of a, a tempo. So it's not like boring and sad. Right. And then he just created this this like backing track this demo backing track and I was like oh I like this so then he left me alone and I was like yay (laughs) (laughs) I I was like oh I'm gonna ad-lib over this um and I started to ad-lib like some melodies and then um words when I how I write songs is I kind of like just ad-lib and the melody and words come out simultaneously Mm -hmm. So that was kind of happening but then I thought I really want more of a context I want more of a direction um so I went through like my notes with my poems because um, I just sometimes when my brain is overloaded, I'll be like, right, 
I just right. need to write it down. You know, you mm-hmm. know, you need to write stuff down to get it out. Right. Um, so I just, I went through like my library of that and I was like, oh, this, this is already kind of what I'm singing about. Mm-hmm. And so then I took that poem and then I guess I used that as a lot of inspiration. And then I did like some big ad libs and pretty much wrote the song like in a few takes. Oh, wow. So, yeah. So, and then Will was like, oh, this bit's really good. This bit's similar. And I was like, I know. It's <laughs> 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 like, oh no, he's like, it's a really good pre, but it's really similar to the chorus. And I was like, oh. <laughs> I was like, you're right. You're a truth I don't want to hear. <laughs> so, yeah. So, and that's kind of how it happened. And then we kind of worked on it a bit more um together and production wise and sound and then he left me alone in the bridge um, and I like produced the bridge part with the oh. heartbeat yeah I'm really proud of that I like got oh, on my computer God. and was like yeah I'm gonna do this because this is what I want it to sound like and then I was like please don't change it <laughs> <laughs> and he didn't he just added like a couple of other things but mm-hmm. yeah what were you imagining like for the bridge? Well, it was so the words are like heartbeats, heartbeat sinking. What was she thinking? Losing her mm-hmm. mind over someone she can't win. And I kind of wanted the heartbeat to be there, not in a really cheesy way. Right. But like in a, it's an emotional bit because you're watching someone. I just imagine them like on their bed, like thinking, like just being sad. And you and your heart's right. beating really heavy in your chest mm-hmm. and you can hear it. It was kind of that. That's what I was in, like envisioned. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, so that's sad and very brings it right back down. I think they're like a bit, it's a bit quiet in the bridge, but I like it because it's emotional. Mm-hmm. Or not. <laughs> was, um, I, I want to know like for the intro and the outro, the intros in songs are like, really important nowadays yeah so and I love what you guys did there I don't know what exact like instrument is being played it, I just have it written down as keys but I don't know okay. what I'll it is now what instrument okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I don't know if it, that took you guys a while to figure out because you kind of I mean it's only there for like a second and then your vocal comes pretty much straight in so was it hard yeah, for you guys doom, to doom, doom, yeah mm-hmm. no, I he'd love done that, that. Oh, okay Me okay too. yeah so he'd already done that and um and that was when he first played the the track and I was like oh gotcha really like this yeah, yeah. No, that's like so sick I yeah love that yeah and I was just like oh my gosh what's about to like what kind of story am I going to listen to when I heard that playing so okay so then you just decided to kind of start the vocals pretty much like right off the bat yeah I so um it went uh I'm singing it badly now it was like dun, dun, dun. and then I was like I felt so we added the breath there's like this kind of inhale mm-hmm. that we kind of added that goes yeah. and then I say like biting the nails because it's kind of about holding everything in so that was like we added that as well so it's very quiet and you can't fully tell but I think you can feel it oh yeah yeah and then I wanted to like be very deep and very present so I wanted the vocal to be prominent over the top 
and kind of a bit all encompassing and making you listen to what I'm going to say, I guess. Mm -hmm. So that was the direction we kind of went for for the verses um, in the intro was just to, I wanted it more stripped back so you could hear basically what I was saying. Yeah, I didn't want to get lost. Yeah, your vocals too in the song just, they do sound like really intimate. So I don't know who, if Will was the one that produced your vocals on this as well. But yeah, he he just did a really great job um, with that. Your vocals sound really, really, really good. Thank you. Yeah, Yeah, he takes all the bits out. (laughs) (laughs) Singing in between, I'm like, oh. (laughs) I moved my mouth there. I also, oh my gosh, I, uh, <laughs> um, I just wanted to let you know too, I love the beats in this um, production as well. I just oh, overall just really, really enjoyed it, really enjoyed listening to the story. You guys did a great job and I feel like, I mean, you've been on my show before together, yeah. so I feel like you guys just create a really great team. Oh, thank you. So Yeah. Yeah. We're trying. We're trying to. <laughs> I think it's one of those things where we, um, every time we write something, we write something different. And I find it mm-hmm. personally quite difficult to stay in a genre per se. Right. Because um, I am a songwriter too. Um, so I'll be writing songs for other things than for other people. Mm-hmm. So one day I'll be writing something that's like Mabel or like Destiny's Child esque, you know, and then. Mm-hmm. One day I'll be writing something that's Billie Eilishy. <laughs> so I really enjoy doing all those different things and those personalities. Right. And then when it comes to like me and my my music, like the Kuna J music, I have to be like, right, what what is truthful to me? What do mm-hmm. what am I enjoying? Um, and I think he's Will's really good at helping me stay on track with that. Um, right. Or sometimes we'll be like, you could release this, and I'm like. I can't. This is Destiny's Child. He's like, so wait, I, w- I want to hear that. <laughs> Maybe one day, <laughs> but I'll send it to you privately. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm like so interested. I want, I want to know. Different. Yeah. Well, I want to know what your favorite lyric line is. Oh, favorite lyric line is, um, I think I really like the opening line. So Actually, I wanted, originally, I wanted to call the song Biting Her Nails. Mm. So, because the first line is, Biting Her Nails, because her tongue's so sore. So, it's basically, in, you know, when you bite, you bite your tongue and you don't say what you want. Mm-hmm. So, you bite your nails instead. And for me, mm-hmm. that was really poignant of, like, just the frustration. Mm-hmm. And I really like Biting Her Nails, because it's so, like, a visual, a gross visual. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone was like, yeah but, yeah, but you say it once and um and like what if they don't hear that? And I was like, oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> I was like, fair, fair, fair. <laughs> so it always has two names in my head, two titles. Yeah. Um so I'd say that's one of my favorite lyrics out of out of it. I don't know if I've got I, I do quite like the bridge as well, the heartbeat sinking, what she mm-hmm. and because it's like eyes, you know, an eye roll moment. Like, right? You know, you you know, you must know friends or people close to you, and you're just like, oh god. Yep. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I'm saying nothing. <laughs> Spilling no tea here. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, do you have a favorite production element in this song? Oh, yeah, I do. I really like um so I don't know if you probably can't hear it fully, but there's like a really nice piano in there in the chorus and I was always like can we bring that up can we bring it up a bit more can we bring up can we bring up the bit can we bring up the piano <laughs> and then he's like there's no high end and I'm like that's okay and then we play it and I'm like oh it's not okay um but I I really I really enjoy the bass um oh yeah he uses um I don't know which one specifically but he's got trillion the, the plug-in trillion and it's got like such sexy basses on there and we went through and then we're like yeah that is that one <laughs> <laughs> like that's the one um and the same with the piano because he's got like keyscape um look at me plugging the the plug-in people um I, I know the name but I'm not going to say it um don't give away don't give away a secret (laughs) um but yeah so we we found like a really nice piano on there as well um so I really love those instruments but then as you say I really do love the beginning like the synth where I think it's got like it would probably be omnisphere or something um and maybe have like a slight arpeggio I'm not sure but it's omnisphere patch I was right yes um and he processed <laughs> it with some delay to give it a bounce I'm okay. so proud of myself like I knew where it was I know yeah you like are producing now know, since the last I time know. I talked to you yeah <laughs> took me unknowingly <laughs> um I did want to ask you because the last time you were on my show we talked about red wine so yeah. Did you have any red wine in the studio when you're piecing this song together? <laughs> this time I was very sensible. I just okay. had whiskey. I'm joking. Okay, okay. No big deal. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Um, I don't really know. This was weird because um, it was a bit different. This was done in the day. He'd kind of already done it to what we wanted the sounds. And I like to mm. let him, when we're working together on something, I musically I prefer it for him to just do something and then I'll listen to it and be like can we change this and this because if I'm there in the process and I'm like what about this what about that I feel like it takes longer and it it interrupts someone's creative flow mm-hmm. um so then he would do that and then I went in and I just yeah started it was during the day so I just started to ad lib um, and it was like 11 o'clock in the morning, which is not like me because I'm nocturnal. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and I just started to think because I just, I think it's been really hard, to, you know, with lockdown to try and find mm-hmm. the motivation um, to do things, especially in the beginning or the low mm-hmm. part. Um, so it was like setting a reminder and being like, right, you're doing that then. <laughs> mm-hmm. And you have no choice or no excuses. So it really helped me be productive. Um, so no alcohol was involved because it was in the morning, but maybe probably in other sessions when we're like down the line. Yes, I was right. probably <laughs> drinking red wine. <laughs> well, and you guys have had a lot of lockdowns, um, yeah. oh, you know, within yeah. the past year in the UK specifically. So, it, you yeah. know, was it really hard 
you know, you kind of, yeah, you kind of touched on it a little bit, but was it really, really hard for you guys to, you know, create, want to work and yeah, create? Yeah, I think so. At first I mm. was like, oh, this is nice. A little break. Um, right. <laughs> I was like really enjoying the downtime because life was so go, go, go. Mm-hmm. I didn't have time to catch my breath and then it happened and I've been really wanting I hope I didn't manifest this but I've been really wanting the world to slow down but all together Mm. so I didn't fall behind (laughs) I've been hoping that for a really long time but obviously I didn't you know and then this happened and I was like oh well I didn't really want that I just wanted people to take a chill pill and Mm. relax a bit more which then so I, I think at first I found comfort in and then nothing to do and reading the book and sitting in the sun and just not doing anything. But then after about two months, it got a bit long. Right. Uh, I think it was really difficult mentally as well. So I don't know what it was mm. like for you guys, but over here, it got to the point where nothing was open at all. And the only thing you could do was walk. Um, so, and you'd find yourself at home in your room thinking I need to do something but you couldn't physically bring yourself to do something Mm -hmm. um and then you would like well I would personally like then hate on myself for not doing anything right and then it was like this weird circle so then I just decided look I'm just gonna have to start setting myself things to do I'm gonna Mm -hmm. have to set an alarm and work out and I'm going to have to go on a walk and because you can't, you, you couldn't see people either. So it was really weird, but I mean, now it's a lot better. We only came out of lockdown really about two weeks ago. Yeah, <laughs> so it feels like we've been that. in it for a year. We, we had a yeah. summer interlude, <laughs> um, right. but pretty much we've been very locked down really. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, like restaurants now, don't you can't eat inside still. So you have to eat outside. Mm. So it's a bit. It was. A, it's very surreal and the creative process. I think it pushed me to do things that I wouldn't do, like write in the morning, uh-huh. um, and then write in the afternoon. And then now, I feel like it's maybe helped me get out of a habit of just feeling I have to do it in the evening. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know if anybody else gets that, but I think it's helped me like yeah broaden my like creative skills in a way right. it also pushed me because I was pushing myself to do things and giving myself deadlines and mm-hmm. and then I was really lucky actually I got to do some like um uh sync like library music work for oh, Sony. Yeah. Mm-hmm. so that was good so that that started to give me a purpose <laughs> again I guess mm-hmm. and I was like oh I get to write songs and they want me to write this song and that song and oh this is fun um so then because it became a I have to do something it pushed me out of my comfort zone so I think it was hard but it got me there sorry I just rambled oh no I was I was actually really interested because you know I've I've haven't talked to anyone outside of the states like really what their quarantine experience has been like because you I swear like I kept it's like I kept going on social media and I follow a lot of people in the UK, yeah. um, like style bloggers. I love them over there. So <laughs> I would see that they're like, you guys were still 
you're like in lockdown and then get out and then back in. And I was like, wow, what a mind fuck. (laughs) Yeah. You know, like, excuse my language, but like, what am I, like, I can't even imagine. So, and I wanted to know from like an artist perspective, you know, what that kind of, how that affected you, um, you know, so. I think you're right because then at the same time I wanted to write about it but then I didn't want to write about it because I was like everyone's going to write about it right (laughs) so it was just like but it's the only material that I could kind of think of at the time so then that's when I started to go through poems and stuff to Mm -hmm. refresh my memory that I have had other other experiences besides lockdown (laughs) yeah so what about you did you find it difficult like to create or So it's funny that you brought up the whole manifestation thing because I felt like I was, I manifested this as well, Um, you know, a couple months leading up to what we were in the States, we locked down, I think right before St. Patrick's Day. So like March 15th or something like that. And a couple Honestly, probably like November, December 2019, I just kept telling people like I need I had a part time job and I was like, I need to get out of here because all I want to do is music. Like, but I would never quit because like that was my livelihood. Right. Like, but I just wanted I wanted something that would force me to get me out of there um, and kind of be like, okay, like. this is it this is what you want to do and you know you just got to go full force now right so and then everything happened and I was like whoa like (laughs) you know I just like was like wait did did I like (laughs) yeah I was like I didn't mean for this to happen to everyone type of thing like um (laughs) and yeah so I had that same kind of feeling that you did Mm -hmm. you're like wait I didn't mean for this to happen to affect the world like yeah per se you know and yeah in yeah. this way yeah. yeah and then I kind of honestly just went full force but oh, then wow. That's good. yeah That's good. I know wow. I was the opposite I just yeah I went full force but then I definitely got tired <laughs> probably like towards the end of la- 2020 I was like yeah. dude I need to take a break like yeah I my mind was just like going 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 and I think I burnt myself out because yeah I just, you it was too much. much. Yeah. That's and like now though. I you, feel you like I that. found a steady balance. Um, yeah. But I have a horrible problem, which I don't know if you do as well, but I have a horrible problem of comparing myself to others. Oh, so, yes, me too. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just like, yeah. am I doing enough every day? Yeah. And I just have to remind myself, you know, that as long as I'm being productive, I'm moving forward each day. Even if you're not being productive. Right. Just being like and just being a nice person and being a good person, I think is Mm -hmm. you you are doing things and you're getting places. And I think things come to you when you're ready. Right. I think that's the only thing I can, you know, we can do because if we try and measure our worth off other people's successes it's just never going to be realistic like mm-hmm. I mean look at Billie Eilish she's mm-hmm. such a G and she's like 19 and but it happened for her so quickly and she was so young but then mm-hmm. also that's also really terrifying like right the success she's been propelled into so quickly I can't even imagine, like, even now, I'd just be so 
overwhelmed. Um, yeah, and I think at her age. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, looking it's, back it's at <laughs> when I was her age. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I would probably yeah. be like going insane. Like, but, um... uh, <laughs> <laughs> and that's the, so like you're doing well. Like, I think you're doing really well, babe. Well, thank you. well do you have any other cool interesting fun facts about this song the writing production or recording process well I guess there's something weird that's maybe it's not all about that but I am the artwork I got my nails done um I know a nail technician Uh I, I was like can you spell the word fool in nails when she was like in what way so I sent her a doodle and she was like I think so and I was like no can you she was like yes I was like yes and then I had like a cake made and I messaged Uh like this um lady so that was Beth Dendy who did nails and then a lady called Fia Abernathy um I messaged her and was like can uh could you do a cake like this (laughs) saying this and she was like yeah and I was like yes and then it just kind of all came together and my vision was to have the you know like the nails sticking into the cake and it Mm -hmm. was like a metaphor for having your cake and eating it basically Mm -hmm. um and then so the nails say full and then it's like for loving you on the cake um so I really enjoyed that and I really enjoyed having an image in my head and being able to get it to Mm-hmm. the final product I feel like that's really yeah. difficult as an artist sometimes with like your own budget it's yes like yes so. and then when you get it you're just like yes yes I, was I like, did it that's what I pictured <laughs> no way like really surprised so I'm, I'm really proud of that that's the first time that I've really had a vision and wanted it to be there I love that. Yeah. <laughs> I really random. I okay, like I said, I've been following a lot of like style and fashion bloggers in the UK and even yeah. been noticing the nails. Like yeah. you your nail technicians are crazy. So when you brought that up, I was like, I feel like they're so like super talented. But yeah, I've been following a lot of people in the UK, um, or even just in Europe in general, I think um since lockdown and I just love everyone's fashion sense over there and yeah the nails keep popping up and then I realize like oh my gosh they're all located in the UK (laughs) yeah it's I think it's a really big thing over here I just can't keep them on because I can't play piano or guitar right or do anything (laughs) yes (laughs) oh I know how long did you have those nails on because they are very long they were on this is so bad they were on for a day and then I promised my mum I would help her renovate the house the next day and I was Uh literally using a screwdriver and sandpaper to get them off with like acetone and stuff it was it was an experience that was an experience (laughs) oh my gosh I can't even imagine just texting with those I couldn't so I had to do that thing that you do on the iPhone where you like (laughs) You know, you you wiggle your oh, finger like t- around the screen text. <laughs> like if you wiggle it into what you're trying to spell, it kind of tries to guess. Oh, I see what. Okay. <sighs> it was no, so that sounds difficult. horrible. <laughs> I mean, I felt like really glam to be honest. I felt right. like really big, and I was like, <laughs> I am slaying right now, and I felt really good. But then, like, it was so impractical. 
I couldn't turn on taps. I couldn't do things, which is really stressful. Oh my gosh. Yeah, no, I can't. Yeah. I mean, I would recommend, but also I wouldn't recommend. If you want to feel like slow, then definitely do it. But mm. um, if you want to do anything, then I wouldn't advise. Right. Just, yeah, get like an assistant for the day or something. I had to. So, yeah. So I actually had to have someone, Will's sister, Felicity, actually help me because I was like, I need someone on the day because I can't get in and out of my clothes, you know? So I was like, they had to like dress me and do my shoes and my makeup and my hair because I couldn't do it. Oh my gosh. I love it. (laughs) It helps actually. If you want to be a diva, get them and then you just can be. Right. Uh, And everything's valid. Yes. (laughs) All right. Well, can you tell everyone where they can download and stream Fool for Loving You and where they can follow you on social media? I can indeed. So you can find um, Fool for Loving You on Spotify, Apple, SoundCloud, Deezer, Tidal, all the big um, music streaming platforms. And you can follow me on Instagram um, at at lacuna underscore j and facebook and twitter and tiktok but i really need to up my game on that um, <clears throat> one day i'll go viral probably for something non-related to music yes um, yeah that's always um, how it works right um yeah and also you can find my if you go on my spotify page um spotify have added me to my their chill pop hits playlist. Yeah. So you can you can listen to it on there through my page because it's like a special link. So yeah, but yeah. So I was really chuffed about that. I, I so know <laughs> I saw that and I was like, congratulations! Thank was that you. your first um, editorial? I got I, I had one for Red Wine actually. Oh, you did? Um, oh, okay. Yeah. So that went on New Pop UK. Um, oh, and awesome! This one, yeah, and this one is Chilled Pop Hits. So yay! Yay! So I'm like excited yes um, yeah and I hope my other songs that I'm working on that I really vibe actually I'm really vibing um I hope mm-hmm. they do well too um it's so exciting that there's more music you know yeah did uh do you have when do you think the next one would come out do you I plan think... to release more like the, later this year yeah I think okay. so I think in like I, I want to give like full for love and you a nice like breath because it's the first song I've released in a while um Mm -hmm. and I just want to give it like a good a good love give this baby some love and then no for sure yeah and then like I'll probably be like okay now it's time for this one yeah I think I'll I'm just gonna see how it goes but I'm gonna get everything ready so I can do it when I feel like is a good time yeah because I don't want it to be like a really cool song and then everyone's trapped in a house (laughs) as well oh my gosh I feel like I have to plan around lockdown so yeah oh I hope you guys stay well yes over there yeah you too I hope you guys do too well thank you so much thank you so much too it's been so much fun catching up as well Biting the nails, got a tongue so sore Say what she thought, now you ask for Finger on the taking the ship for this Still under her skin, still under her skin You think you got away you needed In a head like right between her feelings
You can listen to the full song on your favorite music platforms. Make sure to follow me, your host, Lisa Denae, on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, YouTube, Pinterest, and Twitter at Lisa Denae Music. If you're enjoying the show and would like to support SoundScrub, please visit lisadenae.com forward slash SoundScrub for more details. Thank you for listening. 